beautiful. Rusty Shackleford's back on. Always an honor. Always a pleasure. I've been I've been taking note lately and some stories. I think I wanted to get on the air because I think they're hysterical. We've got quite a few good ones. Why don't you talk about your perspective of my famous mixtape, Smooth Sex? My perspective is it's a goddamn masterpiece. Okay. Uh, I, I received a package in the mail. It looked like it was from the Unabomber. It, the writing on, t- on the front had my name, and it was in humongous letters. And I was very concerned opening it up. And then uh, there was a disc in there. Again, very concerning stuff. And it just said smooth sacks on it and it is predominantly an r kelly mix this this smooth sacks has not aged well no, i'm not sure it was, I'm, to like defend myself i made these before the accusations were coming out like 2012 well, the, accusations, the accusations had been out but it, there was a while since accusations there was yeah, a little was like gap 2011, in time. 2012 everybody thought it didn't happen and then it was like oh wait no it definitely definitely did happen for mm-hmm. sure but yeah, it's uh, you know, smooth sax playlist would not really play too well in 2022. No, not at all. Why do, do you still have that playlist? I do somewhere in my closet, or it's trapped. <laughs> Why don't you tell the public what how it was spelled? The album. Um, it was S M O O V E space S A X. Yep, smooth. Pretty. It's tasteful. It's tasteful. Like you could have that, like that a kid could look at that album cover and not, you know, maybe not put it together. It's yeah. very clever stuff. Smooth sex. I got the idea from the Simpsons for the title, the Bleeding Gum Murphy's album. What was this called? Smooth sex? Yeah, like something sax, not smooth, but like something sax, like sax on the beach or something like that. Oh, I love that. That's tremendous. Yeah. I, uh, what did your didn't you have a story about your partner and you listening to it in the car? You weren't getting down to it or busy to it, but you were listening to it. Yeah, uh, let me tell you this: when I put on, uh, when I told her that you made this album uh, for me or us, uh, and I put it on, it immediately became a non-sexual experience. Immediately, and uh, and yeah, just having having those smooth melodies going into our ears was like, it's like having like a fucking perverted old man, like whispering in your ear with hot breath. It just makes your skin crawl. It makes you feel dirty. Anything else to add before I put in the segue cutaway? I don't think so. Roll clip. Here's the deal. I'm just being honest. I don't know how to hog that, people. What would I hog that? You don't want to believe it. How? How can I pay child support? How? How can I work? At this point, we briefly pause the interview to give Kelly a moment. Robert. 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 Oh my god, you're fucking insane. I know. Hey, yo, uh Rusty, do you remember the time you were I was at your place a few years ago and you were talking about those two homeless people fighting in front of your window at 3 a.m.? Are you talking about the ones who were uh uh the man and the woman? Yeah. 
Oh God, what a what a fucking scene! First of all, uh, so we're we're on the garden level, which means we're just like ground floor. Yeah. And uh, uh, my wife and I, like on our side, the side of our building, there is uh, I like to consider it a secret garden because we are in the hood. Like we are in really not an ideal uh, safe location. Yeah. We're right by right by Colfax, which is the longest road in America. And it's like the fucking most insane road in America. Oh, it yeah, is it, horrible up it's there. Horrible. At the end of our block, we have a Papa John's. It's a it's a four way intersection. It's a Papa John's with a Metro PCS store, a liquor store, and a bus stop. It is constantly like nefarious over there. It's all yeah. in one little lot. And so there's a huge homeless population here. And this is before all like the fucking shanty towns were starting to pop up across um, the so country, our, <laughs> all over. But here in uh, across the fucking street and like on our property it was sucked. Um, but so they, uh, not, not to get it all political here, it sucked. But uh, so we have our secret, our secret little area. It's fenced off by our window, and uh, people will like for there's a little period of time where people would sneak into there and just like post up in there and like kind of live there. Like there was a time that uh, there was just a guy for like three days who was just sleeping in his sleeping bag outside, directly outside my window, and he looked like he was fucking dead, but he was not dead. It was very scary stuff. And I was waiting for like a stink to start coming in. And actually one time when I was, I was watching, uh, I was listening to some uh, comic book shit. And then I swear to God, there was somebody outside the window who asked to, uh, me to put on something we can both listen to. <laughs> it was like, it was so scary. It was so goddamn scary. It's like, hey man, we put on something we can both listen to. It's like, no, this is what we're sticking with here, bud. Uh, it's my TV in my house. But um. Yeah, there was one night uh, I hear like rustling and uh, I hear a, a real Romeo type coming up with a lady and uh, he was like, it's right over here. I told you I got a spot right over here. And she's like, oh, OK, OK, OK. And so then they start uh, cozying up right outside my window. This man starts getting fresh um, and he starts like trying to hook up with her and like, you know, cop and feels and whatever. And it's un- I'm very uncomfortable hearing it. But I'm also knowing that I cannot go outside and intervene because they'll know where I live. And like, and honestly, that's the kind of situation where when you go to intervene, you're like, hey, Buster, cut that out. They both turn on you. And then all of a sudden it's like, why don't you mind your own fucking business, you bitch? I'm not getting talked to like that. Um, and so <laughs> that I it just it kept getting it was like mm-hmm. tensions were Weirdly. rising. Exactly. And I'm like listening. And it's like the whole time I'm listening because like because because I'm a gossip and I'm curious, but I'm also listening because I'm a gentleman and, and I'm like, I want to just keep make sure everything's on the up and up here. Um, and so this guy just keeps fucking getting fresh with her physically. And then she's like, stop. Stop. Get your hands out of my asshole. And so she starts screaming to get her, his hands out of her asshole. And then he's like, whatever you fucking bitch. And then she was like, no, I thought you were a gentleman. And it's like, yeah, a gentleman just fucking brought you to his sleeping bag where he fucking has buckets and bottles full of piss and shit. Like, that's not a gentleman. That's not even like a fucking human. And so he uh, fucking, <laughs> she starts, they, he's basically like, then you can't stay in my spot. Like, it's like, all right. It's like, the, the deal is, if you want to sleep with me tonight, my hand's going to be up your butt. And that's just the way it is. And so she was not going for it. And then he was like, well, then get the, he was like, get the fuck out of here. And so then she's like, uh, <laughs> what a bitch. She starts screaming, uh, you're a fucking piece of shit. What a man you are. You you sleep where you piss and shit. 
And she just kept screaming that. And this is, it's at like three in the morning and it is keeping me up. And so then she, this fucking lady walks away and I'm just like, okay, that's like good. At least she's like getting out of here. This whole scene will stop. And then like five minutes later, she comes back again. And then she's like, are you ready to be a gentleman? And it's like, he will never, never. be ready. Why you call a supreme gentleman? He is a gentleman supreme. Yeah. yeah. The chivalry is absolutely dead. And believe and yeah, believe it or not, sat down and then they fucking he started up again. But I, I think she I think she just went with it this time. It's pretty sad stuff, but yeah, it's it also really concerning for me and annoying to me. <laughs> you want to talk about my reparations? Oh uh, well, I'll talk about because uh, that that's like a that that was year two of uh, this event. I'll, I'll talk a little bit about the first year. Yeah. So uh, my wife and I have a friend, a former friend. We're not really friends anymore because uh, she crazy. Um, she started her own um, kind of like re- that, like mini festival retreat kind of thing, and she got all of her poser fucking douchebag friends from like Bushwick and shit. Like they're these people are so insincere and like just phony as hell. None of them have real jobs. None of them make any money, and they all like to pretend like their shit is totally revolutionary and it's garbage. And so I believe that the the vision for it uh, was Afrofuturist. So this was a black centric, future minded intention kind of thing. There's no reason why I should have been there. And it I it was very clear from minute one, I was not supposed to be there and neither was my wife. Like this was for black people. They wanted our money, they didn't want us. And so um, so we get there and uh, you know, our one friend like she comes up and she makes this declaration that this weekend is all about us. And it's like, hmm, all right. It's like weird to make that like, you know, make it specific like that. And also I don't believe you. And so uh, it, it just, it start, it's bad immediately. And so like we're, we're sitting up, we're smoking some dubage and then I'm like passing it around. And then uh, this extremely flamboyant, really obnoxious uh, gay guy was, uh, he hit my weed and then uh, he was like, oh my God, that tastes like uh, strawberries. And then like, I jokingly was like, all right, let's not overhype. Or I said, that just was officially overhyped. And then everybody got silent and then they all stared at me. And then he just like literally like quickly like shifted his head away and was like actually upset and i was like all right this is going to be a problem and so then day one so there's activities there's going to be music performances i wanted to abstain from this class because it was called sexology and i was like i'm it's a nightmare i feel like nobody wants me there it's like this this was all this is also like a lot of people who were traumatized like there's definitely a lot of people with straight man trauma like straight white man trauma yeah. And so it's like, man, I, I hate what I represent to you guys. I, I really do. So I decided to abstain from the sexology class, but then I felt bad because I was like, it, it's a community. So it's like, you know, that's like me not supporting the community. And it's the first activity. I was like, all right, you know, maybe, maybe I will go. And so we were to, all told to dress sexy for this, for this event. And so I'm an idiot. And I'm also, I didn't know what the class was and she wouldn't explain what was going to be going on. So I, was not sure like how to, how to dress. So I put on three pairs of boxers, uh, one with the one really tight brief and then two like slightly looser, just in case things got a little too hot in that room. Oh, I didn't yeah, want to yeah. get a, don't want to be pitching a tent in the middle of the class. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so um, I missed like the first 15 minutes of the class, which I'm actually glad about because 
the girl opened up with like the, apparently this like very very sexual uh recording thing of her like talking about like doing sex work and and like you know how it makes her feel and like how she likes to think about it and stuff and i was really happy that i didn't hear that because I, I i would have just been like panicking and so um i uh my wife my wife goes in and she's like fucking dressed super sexy like insanely sexy and then nobody else is and so i walked in uh with my boxers triple layered and i matched uh, my outer layer matched my shirt i had a little uh fucking button-up short sleeve shirt with that was maroon maroon boxers maroon bandana and a cowboy hat and so like i walked in there like thinking i was about to have like a really good time it was not a really good time she made us do um like, stri- like strip teases basically like dance like actual like dancing dancing like you know how like strippers will get on their knees and like crawl around and roll around and shit like yeah. she was wanting us to do that it was killing me it was absolutely killing me and i just felt like my fucking ball sack was just like flopping all around and uh, nobody wanted, and like, it was very clear. Nobody wanted me in that room. Like when I went in it, they like, it obliterated the vibe in the class. And so then we had to do, uh, we all sat, half the group sat in chairs. Then the other half stood up and they did like a kind of like the people standing circled around those people and everybody had to give each other like a weird lap dance. And so now I have to go up and I just showed up to this class. I have to now go up to everybody and like dance sexual in front of them. And it, it was such fucking bullshit. I almost felt like it was like a punishment for being late. And so, yeah, it's like, I'm with, like in front of people I don't know. And it's, I'm, I'm having to dance in front of people who don't want to watch me dance, but it's like part of the activity. And so it's like, it's just super uncomfortable. And then by the time I get to go dance in front of my fucking wife, the girl cuts it. She cuts the, that thing. And then she's like, all right, everybody switch. And it's the same thing. It's awkward. Nobody wants to dance for me. And I felt it kind of hurt my feelings a little bit. And then uh, my wife, by the time my wife came was to give me a lap dance, she cut it. I, I, it was like so personal. Um, and so then, and these, yeah, there's, and so everybody had to like pitch in an activity. And so there's, <laughs> the activities were so motherfucking stupid. One girl made an art, like a film that was uh, just city footage, like her drive, like riding in a taxi, like, pointing it out the window you know real fucking some sort of scorsese shit no no and not even was, original not original <laughs> no it's not not at all and it wasn't good either and uh she didn't um oh and she just chopped in like reality tv stuff like she chopped in some like steve harvey she chopped in some like real housewife stuff and it was like what what is the point of this uh the only thing that was good about her presentation was it was projected onto a the side of like an aluminum uh like camper trailer thing okay, yeah, that yeah. was cool that was dope. That aesthetically, that was dope. And you know why? That was my idea. I was the one who told her to do it. That only good part of that thing was the shit that I contributed. Um, and so we had to share a room with that girl and then this other girl too. Nobody, and also nobody has anything on them. Like everybody wanted to party, but nobody brought anything. And so we didn't realize that we were going to be hosting all of these people all weekend. And so, like, as I'm walking around, I'm like, real, I'm like, hey, what are you guys drinking there? And they're like, oh, gin and tonic. It's like, hell yeah, me too. And it's like, what do y'all got over there? It's like, gin and tonic. Hell yeah, me too. It was my fucking gin. It was my gin. They're smoking my weed. They're taking all of our shit. It was horrible. <clears throat> so, there was another guy, uh, I believe his name was Juan Felipe. Yeah. And this guy was a fucking piece of shit, sociopath, gay predator man. He was. He had a very sinister presence. He was he was like a technically good looking guy. But like the first thing I heard him talking about was how he was like trying to do marketing and how he was trying to market himself better and make better business connections. Dot, dot, dot. 
on Grinder. He's been advertising his like he's been advertising his services and shit. And it's like, what exactly are your services? And so he says he does like dance. And so um, he actually ended up having several activities. My activity ended up getting cut entirely. This guy had four time slots and it was all fucking trash. And my shit got cut because I'm a honky boy. And honestly, no one was going to do whatever the hell I was doing. Nobody would even give it a chance. Um, and so the first thing he does is a, uh, a physical, like a sexy dance f- for us. And it's like, is this for us? Like, it feels like this is for you. And he's like fucking getting up in everybody's faces. And he looks like he's like a fucking serial killer. Like he's trying to do like intense, sexy eyes, but it looks like he's just going to fucking kill you. And he was a selfish fucking bastard. And so uh, on the second night, they did a, everybody did like a mushroom ceremony. And so I, I was like concerned going into this. I can always handle my stuff, but I was worried about them. And all of them went into spiritual crisis, like while tripping. None of them could hang at all. But uh, this fucking bastard, there's one bathroom, one single indoor bathroom that's it that we were had access to the other thing was literally an outhouse that smelled like like it was made out of shit yeah. and so juan felipe takes a ton of fucking mushrooms and then that fucking son of a bitch goes into the only bathroom and he took an eight hour bath nobody was able to go into the bathroom and while he was soaking in some like fucking suds it was so fucking selfish i could never i would never do that and it did not occur to him that anybody would need to use indoor plumbing he did not give a fuck and he also, uh, one of his other activities was um, a class on essential oils, which is so fucking stupid. Like, I feel like essential oil, the business just attracts the most desperate people. Wikipedia um, is pretty much outstanding, like openly stated that when you Google like essential oil Ponzi schemes, like they make that like a clear statement. And usually Wikipedia is trying to be like neutral in certain things, but they're like, this is outright a scam when you look at certain yeah. things. Yeah. Essential snake oil. Yeah. Um, he, so, yeah, he uh, he gets weird about it, too. And so it's like he's already we, we watched him dance like four times already. And it was so bad. And uh, he also he would not participate in people's classes, but he would walk by and whatever the hell they were talking about. He would jump in and like try to like co-teach the class for a second and then go fuck with some wires on the other side of the room and then come back and like cut somebody off. It was so rude. It's like, dude, like we're not trying, we're not here to fucking listen to you fucking piece of shit. Um, and so, yeah, he's supposed to do this uh, class on essential oils. And then he's like looking around at, at how many people there are. And also he looks, he looks, him and I make eye contact. And then he goes, well, I can't have everybody uh, join the class because um, I only have enough like to share with about like four people. And it's like, well, it sounds like you can't run a fucking class then. And so he was basically saying that like, it would be a very limited, like uh, inclusive class. Like, you know, you had to be pre-approved to get into this class. Not that I was interested in doing it. It's just so tacky. Very just tacky. Be like, yeah, it's like, dude, fucking pony up here. Like, it's like nobody, nobody's trying to steal your fucking rose oil or whatever the fuck, you fucking douchebag. Continuing? <laughs> um, yeah, so there's, uh, it, it's just, we're, we're not fitting in at all here. And it's, it's like really, our one good friend was there and we were all having like fucking best friends time. But yeah, it, it was just clear we were not, it was not our scene. And so, yeah, there was, uh, there was a few other like, like smaller moments of resentment and shit. But um, so we, we opted to not do this thing the next year. Like I was like, fuck no, I will never do that again. And my wife ended up donating to it. And I was so fucking pissed. It's like, don't, we do not support that. No, like it was just like, 
we were we were sold a bill of goods here. It was like you lied to us. It's like that that was not it was not inclusive. And it's fine. I it's like as a as a white man, I've had my time and I, I don't I don't need everything to include me, but it's like don't don't have me come here and then just be not even a second class citizen. I agree. It was like I agree. Yeah, it, it almost felt like I was being like paraded around like some kind of like a donkey for, for revenge or something. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It was like, all right, guys, I, I see now that this is my activity for the weekend. This is my contribution is to be the fucking stupid honky here. Yeah. Um, and so uh, the, the following year, we opted out. And uh, I was so glad we did because uh, it, the, it had become almost militant within that year. And so uh, the friend who started it, she's a very bad judge of character, very bad judge of character. Yeah. And I know also, who she yes, is. You do. And you know how fucking crazy this individual is. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, they told us they she told us a story one time of like how she made eye contact. She was like, oh, my God, I had like the most like spontaneous. Uh, I think it was she said spontaneous romantic like encounters. And then uh, we're like, oh, like what happened? And she basically just made eye contact with this guy on the train and then cut to maybe like 30 minutes later. They're in his apartment uh, licking each other's assholes. And it was like, okay, I'm like it's, it's, that, I, I know you're going. I'm that. into not like a stranger. Oh my god, Ugh. there's there's so many reasons to not do it. It's it's I can't remember what the condition is, but you could basically get a poop throat. So you be careful oh, with that. I know. Oh, oh, my man knows. A oh, poop throat. Don't even get me started on poop throat. Um, yeah, so it's just fucking disgusting. I, to me, I I will never understand eating ass. It's so gross. It's so, so, so gross. And I also do not need my, my hiding hole being uh, touched at all. I got, I got real tense on that. Um, so, <laughs> so, I think yeah. most so, men are in your category. <laughs> not you, though. You love this shit. Yeah, I do. Only if it's you're a freak. woman. You were a certified freak. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. So then we are. So she does it again this year. And, and now she's got... Because there, there was like quite a few gay slash trans people there the first year. Interclip. We now return to Malcolm XXY. We didn't land on Plymouth Rock. Yeah. Plymouth Rock gave us both sets of genitals. Yeah. What? So yeah, then the second year, it is like much, much more of that population. And they are angry, like very, very angry. And just a side note about um, this community that she had gotten involved in. They, there was a period of time when she felt so jilted by white people and was like so radicalized against white people that her and her friends would uh, literally link arms walking down the streets in New York. And she told us this story and, and the way she told it made her sound like a fucking asshole. And it was like, you're not a hero. She, they would lock arms and then they would just go up to white people who were walking and refuse to break their chain. And then scream in their faces, um, I do not have to move over for you. Stop taking up so much space. They said that to just like a, an ancient couple. And it was like, what are you doing? Like, who is this for? What, what's the, like, what, what do we benefit here? Like, who's, <laughs> who, who is this? It is. It's exactly, dude. It's, it was total self-indulgence where it's like, I'm going to make this about me. I don't have to move for you. So stupid. Uh, yeah. Um, but that's, that's the community that she was like bringing in now. And so, and yeah, these people fucking hate, they hate white people. And so um, our friend had returned uh, without us. And I, yeah, we were so happy to, to not go. So um, she was not 
made welcome at all. They all used, like, they all, like, would use her resources that she brought. Nobody would say thank you. And um, <laughs> this, she had been burning sage. She's like, a, you know, she's a white witch. So she's, like, all about, like, burning yeah. the herbs. And so she was uh, burning sage. And then uh, this gigantic, like, trans fucking bitch bastard uh, just looks at, makes eye contact with her. And then looks to the rest of the group. And this is literally in front of everybody, like right after lunch. And then she screams, I better not see one white person burning any sage for the rest of the weekend. And so then our friend like literally like put out the sage. It's, it's almost like if somebody caught you smoking a cigarette, it's like you put it out. And so uh, that that bastard like fucking makes his declaration. And then later on, our friend, our friend was uncomfortable and, you know, felt the white guilt. You know how it is. I do, not, so she, I do not capitulate to like guilt. <laughs> I'm not a right winger, but I don't play that shit. I, I don't either. I don't either. I do. I do my best to be a decent person, but it's like, I don't need to, I, I, I can't, I, it's like, I can't do anything about it. I'll try to be, I'm conscious of how I treat other people, but yeah. I don't feel white guilt. Yeah. I'm the same boat as you, brother. Um, so uh, she, she was feeling some serious white guilt and she goes up to her later and she's like, Hey, you know, sorry about earlier, which is like also ridiculous because like she, because it's like, it's, it's Sage. It's not hers. It's not anybody's it's, it's of the earth. And it's, it, it I, I get that it's affiliated with specific cultures, but it's like anybody can do that. You can go to Whole Foods and get it. So who fucking cares? Exactly. Um, and so she goes up and she's like, Hey, you know, like, I'm so sorry about earlier. Uh, like, you know, I'd really love to like hear about that from you. Like I want to like, you know, just like understand that a little better. And the woman just, or the individual just goes, <sighs> and then she walks away from her. And then uh, our friend goes up to her again and she goes, she starts to talk. And then uh, this individual just like basically screams at her. It is not my job to educate you. And then she said something basically about like, you know, don't take up so much space. And it was like, okay, so let me get this straight. You want to just give somebody shit and like rip into them in front of a group of people about what they're doing is like a problem. And then you don't want to explain why what they're doing is a problem. It's like, you, you did make it, you did like make that you did make yourself the teacher here. You took on the role. Yep. And so it's like ridiculous to, to like not elaborate where it's like, it'd be like, yeah, you fucking Guinea piece of shit. Why am I getting piece of shit? I don't need to tell I'm you. I'm proud of being one. <laughs> <laughs> don't get too proud there. Mateo's a good old boy. You heard it here first. Yeah. This is a, let us be idiots uh, exclusive. Yeah, this is gonna ruin you. Um, I don't care. <laughs> I'm already ruined. <laughs> I, I don't give a shit. <laughs> no, I don't either. At this point, I really don't. Um, so it's just uh, uh, so that yeah, she blows her up, and it's like I'm, I don't have to educate you. So then, after the whole event, about like three or four weeks later, this individual reaches out on either like Instagram or Facebook. You said it was Instagram. It was yeah, it was Instagram. Yeah. Oh, I wish I wish I actually had this a screenshot of it because the way it was worded was magnificent. Okay. It was basically like, hello, like uh person's name. Yeah. And yeah. then um it was like, um, if you if you want to make uh reparations, like I'm I'm gonna be like not able to pay my rent. And also, oh, also some people got uh scholar like scholar like scholarships or sponsorships to go. Like basically, like we paid money so that other people could go for free. And um, like, and it's all like, it's like, you got to pay to play. And so yeah. our friend had paid to go there. This person not only didn't pay, but got probably got a couple of bucks thrown to them for going. Um, 
And so they asked her if, if she wanted to uh, make reparation <laughs> so that she could pay her rent. And so it's like pay she sent this message <laughs> to pay the other person's rent. Yes. The, the trans individual was basically like, hey, tell you what, she didn't mention the sage thing, but it's like, hey, you want to make up for that whole sage fiasco that you did, you fucking bitch? How about you give me some fucking money and start paying <laughs> up because you owe it to me and I want it bad and my rent is due and I'm broke. It's like, okay, so it's also, it's like you went out, you basically took a little mini vacation when you're broke. And then it's like, we're, and then you're going to fucking, you're going to bite the hand that feeds before it's even given you any food yet. It's ridiculous. Very ridiculous. So, yeah, so she wanted to uh, fucking pay her, repar- she wanted her to pay reparations so that she could cover her rent and she ignored it and felt uncomfortable and then somebody else who she had also had issues with sent her a message that like wasn't even like hey how you doing it was literally just like hey did you get like so-and-so's message about the reparations and it's like i'm not giving you any fucking money like she, uh, no, i'm so glad that you don't she have didn't. to uh, we absolutely do not have to you do not have to like the government doesn't even really have to no I think they should to some extent, but that's a different debate. That is. That's, yeah, that's a more uh, complicated infrastructure problem. Yeah. Uh, remember the time with the Rocky Mountain oysters? Oh, God. I was thinking about this. I was talking about this actually just the other day. Do you want to, do you want to tell it or should I? No, you tell it. I'll, I'll fill in the details. <laughs> Excellent. Um, so, Mateo, one of Mateo's uh, big desires, or not desires, though, one of, the, one of his dreams, I guess, was to try Rocky Mountain oysters, which... Mateo, could you explain to the audience? They are, are deep fried buffalo testicles. Absolutely disgusting. They are. I ain't half so the bowl. Gross. I ain't half I, the bowl. It was sickening to see. It was absolutely sickening. I already so got I to made, at least try it. You did. You did. And uh, yeah, I mean, and I followed through with uh, making the opportunity available to you. Yeah. Actually, left. I, I like. I left work early that night too. I was saying there's some kind of emergency so that we can make our uh, steakhouse <laughs> reservation. We went to the oldest uh, steakhouse in uh, limits. It's yeah. been around for like fucking more than a hundred years, I think. Eighteen fifty, it opened up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so this this place has got it's got old old time vibes, and it's like wall to wall taxidermy shit. And we we had the nicest. See, I, I made the reservation. We had the nicest fucking table in the entire restaurant. Yeah, we were dead center. Everybody else had regular ass chairs. We had these giant leather bound like fucking couch chairs for, each, for like each other. Kings. We looked like goddamn kings, yeah. kings and queens. And there was like plenty of couples there that were sitting at a much shittier table. And like I, there was like one couple that kept looking over at us because we were also just being so loud and they hated us from like the start. It was like, why the fuck are you guys there? Like you guys are like not a romantic item, I think. And, uh, you know, I'm trying to fucking bone my lady here and press her with these Rocky Mountain oysters. Yeah, and so um, we get. Uh, I'll tell you what, Mateo. Well, we for the table I ordered rattlesnake queso, which was case a big bowl of queso with, with rattlesnake meat on top. Mateo said he was not going to eat the rattlesnake queso. He had no interest in it, and yet when it came, he ate all of the rattlesnake bits, every single bite. I literally didn't even get to try it. I apologize. He scooped I all apologize. the meat. <laughs> I'll get you next time. <laughs> I'm a good. I'm good for it. I'm a good for it. Um, so he eats all that he just fucking and it was in like two bites it was like just full scoop and it was like wait you're gonna take several chunks with one bite you fucking son of a bitch yep. that was the rattlesnake meme it was good it was really spicy really spicy. Oh, it, 
It looked like it was. Actually, I'm glad I didn't uh, get a bite of that. Okay. I'll take a rain check for some other things. Some churches. No, I, I can handle spice like over the line really well. Ugh, I can't imagine what that does to you, butthole. Mm. Imagine, imagine it makes that ass eating thing a whole lot more complicated. I don't know. <laughs> I have a bidet, so like it makes everything look easy. Oh man, uh, you do have a bidet? Yeah. I, I got to get a bidet. I, I feel like that would really change my life. I, it's $25 I, this, off Amazon. Is it a good one? It's a good I'm one. I'm on top of the line. I'm on top of the line. That's like $45. Top of the line is $45? That's not yeah. bad. Yeah. Continue with the uh, so, yes. and oysters. So, um, Mateo houses all of the rattlesnake bits and takes a couple of bites of cheese. He orders two beers and he wants both of the beers to come at the same time. And uh, also, the waiter, there was uh, somebody who worked there, and then there was a guy who's training that day. And it's like, Mateo is not the person you want as, like, your fir- at, like on your training day. Like, you, you were just, like, hitting him with so much shit that he, like, wasn't ready for. And um, he, so Mateo gets the two beers at the table. And they were like, you sure you don't want one? We can get you one later. And you were like, no, I want both of them now. Like I, want I did finish both beers. I did finish both beers. You did. You did pounded yeah. them. Um, and then he also gets uh, a slice of raspberry cheesecake and then he gets the Rocky Mountain oysters. Uh, and so these come to the table and Matteo just, well, actually, do, is it, can I tell this story, uh, the part where you, uh, when you use the word retarded? Yeah, I tell, yeah. Yeah, so um, it's, I can't remember. Oh, Matteo said the word, you said the word retarded about something. And then I was like, oh, I fucking hate that word. That's a disgusting word. And then you were like, I can, and at this point, everybody in the restaurant was very familiar with us because we were so loud. And so then uh, Mateo says that Mateo says retarded like a few heads turn. And then you, and Mateo screams, I can say that I'm one of them. I get checks from the government. And then he does a sweeping uh, pointing gesture all across the room to everybody who was looking at us. And he goes, and they all hate me for it, which was the best line. That's like something I still quote today. It's so good. I did the similar thing when we went to the Hooters ripoff. Frank, uh, Twin Peaks. Yeah, Twin Peaks. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the yeah, similar was, thing, whatever. It, it was the best, though. It was so fucking funny because, like, all those people was like, oh, and it was like, you just literally put You didn't even know that they were looking, and it just put them all right back in their seats. It was literally like, shut the fuck up. It was perfect. Uh, yeah. Um, and so, <laughs> so then um, Mateo gets his fucking uh, rocking oysters. Yeah. Yeah. Disgusting. And they look, they, I mean, they look like fucking butterfly shrimp or something. They do. Like they look like a nice, nice crispy. The skin looked good, not the ball skin of the, uh, breading and shit. Yeah. The bread, so the ball, the balls like literally taste like the consistency of bubble gum. Uh, was it, was it like savory? I mean, I, it was really vinegary and salty. Vinegary and salty. Oh my yeah. God. Oh, wait, is that what they do? Do they brine them? No, they pickle them, then deep fry them. Oh, I'm getting like sick just thinking about him. And yeah, so Mateo's got a belly full of rattlesnake queso, cheesecake, beer, two beers, and then a bunch of balls. Half half the order of balls. Half the order of balls. And yeah, I was I was absolutely not fucking trying. I had a delicious top tier steak. Yeah, I know you did. So then we'll go there there again. I was actually going to say we should we should definitely go there again. Um, So nonsense. uh, I mean, a little bit of nonsense. Yeah, I, I kind of yeah, want to yeah, try little, the queso. Yeah. We'll get you. We'll get you the scrote balls real quick. <laughs> um, so, so uh, Mateo, like anybody who's goes, gone out to restaurants with Mateo, uh, 
you know what happens. I vomit like there's no tomorrow. (laughs) That's what happens, baby. (laughs) That's what happens, baby. (laughs) Absolutely. With 100% certainty, and it doesn't fucking matter. There's nothing you can do to prevent it. There's no way. It's like, it just, it's a course of nature and it has to run its course. Yeah. And so Mateo starts like belching because also because of the carbonation. And I know, I know what's coming. And so like, I don't even want to wait for like, our I just, I just got up. Point. I like it. I just like, oh, no, 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 no. You were, you were, in, no, you were insisting that you were fine. And you're like, uh, I know, but I then came out and vomited outside. Yes. But we had not been able to leave just yet. Cause we didn't pay our bill. And so mm-hmm. the bill got dropped off and we were supposed to run our cars, but you, you were about to turn real fast. Luckily I'm a big balling boy. So I had a bunch of cash on me. And so I throw all the cash down so that we can get the fuck out of the building. And you were like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm like, you're really not like, no, let's no go. I'm not fine. So then we're, we're rushing out the front door and like Mateo literally just makes it outside, just makes it outside, like goes through the front door and then just starts vomiting profusely right outside the restaurant. Like the door hadn't even fucking closed yet. Like it was still slowly closing and it was like, blah, blah. And so he vomits into the bushes. <laughs> so there's like two like hedge bushes on the outside of the restaurant. The tail goes up to one and just vomits. And then he just fucking is like, it's like in this like stupor. And then he goes over to the other side and he vomits in the other bushes. Then he goes out to the street and he just starts walking forward and vomiting all up the street. And there's like an apartment building right there. It was so, such a goddamn scene. And I was laughing so hard. On that and all the people... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> all the all the people in the restaurant who had been hating us the whole time were then coming out like because they were done with their meals. And I was just laughing so hard and it looked like it was like some mean spirited shit. But it was so, so I've never funny. Seen, it was there was so much vomit. It was it was everywhere. It was beautiful. So, so then to like get uh, to have him clean up, we have um, I give Mateo some water and uh, some paper towels to like, you know, cl- clean up a little bit. And so then Mateo just like uses the water bottles throws it on the ground, wipes up his face with like, uh, wipes off all the vomit and shit, starts throwing those on the ground. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? You can't just throw that on the ground. Then he goes, I'm from New York. That's what we do. I'm sorry. I didn't know you can't do that here. (laughs) That that should be your new catchphrase. I I didn't know I couldn't do that. I'm from New York. uh, On that uh, high now, um, I was originally talking to this guy who went out pretty well. He was saying like, oh, he was trying to convince me to buy every single season of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia DVD because they're kicking off certain particular episodes off of streaming platforms. Oh, are they getting rid of the blackface one? All of them. Everything involving racial epithets. They only took they only got rid of six episodes. Wow. I really don't care. They're like they're 16 seasons. That's a lot of material. Like 20 episodes per season. They only got rid of six. So it's like less than 1%. I don't know. I, I, I don't like when uh, when a collection is disrupted like that. I don't either, but it's not like it's animated. Like you don't need the certain stuff. I suppose, but like particularly the uh, all of the top, uh, not Top Gun, the um, what the hell's the movie that they make? What movie? The, the cop movie with Mel Gibson. Lethal Weapon. Yeah, yeah. Like that all, all the Lethal Weapon episodes they do that in. Those are some of the best. Yeah, I know, but like, I don't know. It, it, I, I have a feeling that with enough backlash, you're just going to put it back on like in two or three years. They're getting rid of them now, but I, I have a really like, I deeply feel intuitively they're going to put it back on. I don't I don't think so. I think that that's the kind of thing. It's like once once you go down that road, there's no reason to come back. 
No, nah, in my opinion, no. They did that back. for they did that for Aqua Teen as well on HBO. They took off the episode where uh, Shake yeah, gets turned race. black, and then uh, Thirty Rock. They also did a uh, race swap thing, and they, that episode got cut too. Wow. Interesting. It's tragedy. It is a tragedy. It's an American tragedy. Uh, the last thing I want to end on for today is I was reading this absurd blog post published in two thousand eight. And uh, the blog post is claiming that allegedly Neil Gaiman had a script to write. Like he was contracted to write a script for the show House, but the uh, script was never picked up for production. For the show House? Yeah. Really? Oh, I bet that would have been a fucking weird ass episode. I know. That's what I'm thinking. Like they don't have anything about it, but allegedly on this blog post uh, from 2007, it was posted on a blog spotter uh, uh, account. They have like mm-hmm. an alleged photo of what the cover of the script, but you don't see any of the in- interior. And I'm like, man, what, why did they not put this in production? How weird was it if it even exists? Yeah, I, that would have been a fucking banger episode because that show's not bad. It's just so like procedural. It's 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 literally I love just House, like man. The, I've been watching is... so much of it right now. I like I like that character. I, I just got tired of the character pretty quickly. It's like the whole like I'm a fucking genius bastard thing. It's like that runs its course pretty quickly for me. Not for me. I don't know though. Maybe later seasons it, it changes, does it? Yeah, it goes up like peaks like spiking and down. Like like the first three seasons great. The like the, the middle se- three seasons are not great, kind of mediocre, but the last four are perfection. Hell yeah. I'll have to jump back in. I yeah, I only watched the first season. Anyway, what are your final words? for this episode final words uh let's see you know pay your reparations i would say yeah pay your reparations pay pay what you fucking owe and you know that you owe it and rent is coming up it's the end of the month so come on get it together uh wakanda forever wakanda forever i'm gonna cut it danger Danger. representing on let us be idiots podcast let's go let's go let's go Luby, you be raw, that's a real gig. That's a real gig. But I'ma stay a fool, so let's be idiots. Let's be idiots. I'ma stay a fool, let us be idiots. Let us be idiots. I'ma stay a fool, let us be idiots. They ask me how I do it, keep them coming with that hot flame. Dames take the reins, act a fool with my pin bangs. Only place I do it is the show that gets the silliest. Tired of being stuffy, so I say let us be idiots. Y'all about to know that I'm the monster with the sick flow. Call me PMS, probably million stacking. No, no, let's go. Drop lava rocks, burning infinite. Keep these bastards angry, angry bastards just don't give a like in their ways up, bring the real deal. I feel we too much. Make them all squeal, molehill in my clutch. Make them out in our ruby, lighting it up. Got you saying, well, Lindy, you be raw. That's a real gig. That's a real gig. But I'ma stay a fool, so let's be idiots. Let's be idiots. I'ma stay a fool, let us be idiots. Let us be idiots. I'ma stay a fool, let us be idiots.